We're going to be in John chapter 3, starting in, in verse 13. John 3, verse 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you and do not, and do you come to me? What? What did I say, John? How many people realize I said the wrong book? Okay, y'all get an A for today. I meant to do that. Not really. I'll repent of lying in Sunday school. I am. Well, I'll be older. Should we start all over? Okay, if, if I tricked you, was not intentional. We're in Matthew chapter 3. All this time, even thinking about it, it's like, okay, you got Matthew, and the, right now our main, our main character is John. Well, that's all right. It's just starting. You're just getting in the middle. Oof. Okay, let's do Matthew today. Let's do Matthew chapter 3. It's on page 901 if you really need to know. Okay, Matthew chapter 3, verse 13. Am I, am I doing it right? Okay. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. It starts off with kind of that transition word. It's, it's a new paragraph, but really this, this one account uh, pertaining to, to John, who is called the Baptist, uh, being, being on the scene. After we were introduced to John in the, in the first 12 verses last week, it says that then Jesus came to him from Galilee. We've, we've learned that John had, had been preaching in, in the wilderness kind of the, the area toward the, the Dead Sea, probably uh, just, just east of, of Jerusalem, near Jericho, uh, it, in, in, the, in the vicinity of, of Bethany on the other side of the Jordan, one, one writer says. We, we found that, that even though Matthew and Luke are the only ones who record the nativity, the birth of Jesus. All four gospel writers uh, discuss, give us an account of, of Jesus' baptism. It's kind of like, well, well, they all four of them did it, so it's, it's got to be important. Not that, that any part of the, the gospel is, is less important than, than another, but, but all four of them recorded that. You can check me on this, just like you need to check me and make sure we're in the right book when, when we're 
when, when I'm up here, but that I, I believe John is the only, I mean, see, there I go again. Matthew is the only one who gives us this, this account of the conversation between John the Baptist and Jesus. The, the other three gospel writers, they, 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 they mention Jesus being baptized, but they, they don't really tell us of this, of this, this dialogue going back and forth uh, b between John and Jesus. So Jesus came from Galilee. Remember your, your uh, Holy Land geography. Galilee is, is up to the north, uh, north of the Sea of Galilee. It's, it's sort of a, uh, a, a lesser province or, or area to the, to the Jews of Judea who are in, who are in the, the, the primary tribe area of, 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 of Judea. So... Jesus comes from, from this more obscure, it's populated, but this more obscure area coming down. He's learned that, 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 he's, that, that John is baptizing. And, it, and, it's, and, and uh, Luke says that the, the, the word of the Lord came to John. That, that we knew from, from Luke's account of, of the, the conception of, of John, Jesus' cousin, and that, that, that John was filled with the Holy Spirit inside his, his mother's womb. But, but the word of the Lord came to John and, and said, this is the time to go. And, and they asked him, reading the different accounts of, you know, who are you? Are, are you the Christ? Are you Elijah? Are you the prophet? And he said, no, I'm the one, I'm the voice crying in the wilderness, prepare the, the, the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths, as, as the prophet Isaiah had spoken of the forerunner of, of Christ. And so many are going to him that, that he, 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 he apparently preached up and down the Jordan. I don't think just one spot, but up and down the Jordan. It says that, that all these people were going to him, and they were believing his message. They, they were, it, it, was, it was, you know, to... to, to, to uh, liken it maybe to the great awakening in, in our nation in, in the 17th century, that the Jews had not, they had not had a word from a prophet. They had not had a word from, from the Lord for 400 years. Malachi, the, the last prophet at the time of Ezra and Nehemiah. And remember how those books ended? They really didn't end all that great. Israel had, had gone back to uh, the, the promised land, gone back to to Israel after the captivity, but, but they constantly had problems. They, they, there was the problem of, of even priests marrying pagan women. And, and, and Ezra and Nehemiah both, both turned the people back to the, to, to the Lord, but it was always short-lived. And, 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 and Malachi, the last prophet, had spoken over 400 years before. And then here, all of a sudden, Mark says John appeared. It's, it's almost like just out of nowhere. John appeared and he's preaching this message. What was his message? Going back to the, to the first 12 verses, he preached, he preached a message, repent. Why do you repent? 
Well, because all people are sinners, but repent because of the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It is near. It, it is about to begin. And, and Matthew used that phrase, kingdom of heaven, like, like the other gospel writers say, the kingdom of God. They're, they're synonymous. That the kingdom of God is about to begin. It's here. And so you need to repent. You need to get right. And, and the people were, I don't think it's an exaggeration. They were flocking to him. They were going out from all the cities. He sees the Pharisees and Sadducees coming and, and those, the, the religious establishment that they're, they're thinking, their idea. It's kind of like Corey was talking about this morning. Where do you put your faith? You know, what do we rely on? They're relying on their religion, their, their observance of the law, their, their traditions, their uh, rituals. And, 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 and when John sees the Pharisees and, and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he calls them a brood of vipers. You know, brood, not, not being like a, a pack of vipers or a flock of vipers, but he's saying you're offspring of vipers. You're all a bunch of snakes. And who warned you? If you're really coming to, to, uh, to, to, to be baptized and to repent, then show the fruit of that repentance. And don't tell me that just because you're religious, just because you're a, a child of Abraham, that you're going, that you're part of the kingdom of God. He says, God can raise up children from these stones. And, and, and your, your genealogy, your lineage means, means nothing. The axe is laid on the root of the tree, and if a tree does not bring forth fruit, it's going to be, it's going to be cut down. And so John's message is, is bold. It, it's, it's, a, it's against the, the leaders of the day. While all the, and then he, then he says, I'm baptizing you with water, but there's one coming after me. He's greater than I am. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And his winnowing hand, fork is in hand, not will be hand. He will clear his threshing floor. As that's going on, so, so just picture it. He's, John's been out there probably maybe for months. And then one day, here comes Jesus at, at, at the precise time, the, the right time, the time that he's, he's going to, to begin his public ministry. And he comes to John to be baptized by him. And John is shocked. He, he, he sees Jesus. He, he knows who he is. And, and he says, I, I, I need to be baptized by you, but you're coming to me. So why did Jesus, this was the homework assignment last week. Why did Jesus go to John to be baptized. Okay, take it one step even further back. What is baptism? Why is anyone baptized? In those days, the Jews were not baptized. There's, there's nothing in the Old Testament that says, thou shalt be baptized. You know, there's plenty of other rituals for, for, for boys babies on the eighth day they're to be circumcised 
on the on the 40th day, they're to they're to take the 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 the, the newborn for the the purification and, and present an offering. But there was nothing that that said that the Jews had to be baptized, though they did practice practice baptism. Who did they baptize? They baptized Gentile proselytes, Gentile con, con, converts. So, so John has gone, come preaching, repent and be baptized, and all these Jews are going out there doing something that, that I don't know, a, a, the day before they might have snubbed their nose at, like, I don't, why would I be baptized? That's for a Gentile, but I'm a Jew. But they, the Holy Spirit moved them, and they, and they believed his message, and, and they submitted to his baptism. And it, it, it was a, a, a picture of, of kind of a, a, a symbolism. Well, you tell me, when, when you think of the word baptism, what is it? A public demonstration of your faith. And, and John was telling them the same thing. Repent and then be baptized, which is a, a, a symbolizes a, a cleansing away of sin. Symbol of rest. It, it, it's a symbol. Did God need to rest? I mean, no. I mean, God doesn't get tired, but it, it, that, that also is a symbol of, of the rest. And he commanded the, you know, Israel to follow that practice. And they were terrible at it. I mean, they did it some, but they were basically terrible. That's why one reason they went into exile. But so, so it's a symbol of, of the cleansing uh, it, it's, it's passing uh, safely through judgment and death. What does Paul say about it? Okay, let's... Does baptism... Uh-huh. It is. And this is not, okay, so the question is, what, what does a, a, a preacher or the one baptizing say when he baptizes the new believer? Right. That, that you're buried with Christ. So it's, it's a symbol. Where does that come from? Buried with Christ and, and, and raised to walk in newness of life. Is that just something that they teach Baptist preachers in seminary or uh, it's, in the, it's in the pastor's handbook? It, it, it's, it's from Romans chapter 6. Let me, let me read that. What shall we say then? A way to continue in sin that grace may abound by no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized in Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, 
therefore with Him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. So, so it's, a, a, it's a picture, a symbol of, of, of Christ's death and resurrection. It's, it's not baptism does not save us, but it's a, it's, a, it's a demonstration or a symbol of that salvation that we've already received and the resurrection that we will receive in, in, in the final days. So, go back to the first question. Why did Jesus need to do this? John's saying, come and repent and be baptized, confessing your sins. Everybody that came to John... At, at, at that river needed to hear that and they needed to heed those words except for one person. And that one person showed up, Jesus. Jesus did not need to be baptized. He had nothing to repent of. So why did he do it? You know, I've heard, heard one interpretation of him being baptized like John Yeah, it, 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 it is. We have the Trinity present right there at His, at his baptism. Right. God the Father speaking, God the Son being baptized, and God the Holy Spirit then descending on Him. So, Jesus did not need to be baptized. The angel told Mary and Joseph, you, you, you shall call His name Emmanuel. God with us. There's, there's two, I think they're Latin phrases. Christos exemplar. Exemplar sounds like what? Example. So, so it's Christ as an example. And, and, and though that is true, that he, he sets an example for us by his baptism, because he said that that. But, but, but maybe a better phrase to describe it is Christos Vacar, Vicar, Christ the substitute. So he's, he's God with us. And John says, why are you coming to be baptized? And, and, and Jesus said, I'm doing this to fulfill all righteousness that, that he is, he's beginning to picture what God with us, Emmanuel, will do vicariously for us as our substitute. John says, I don't need to be baptized by you. Fast forward three years and Jesus is on the cross. Why? As our substitute. And, and, and John and, and others who are there, and including us, should look at the cross and say, I need to be there. But, 
But God sent His Son to take our place to be our, our substitute. And, and so it's, a, it's, a, and it's, it's, it's Jesus and in, in, in perhaps the, the first way of beginning to identify with the sinful people who He came to save. Paul kind of discusses this. If you, if, if you grew up in a, as, a, as a boy in a Baptist church, you, you, might have, you might have gone to RAs, Royal Ambassadors, and, and then the, 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 the girls had, what was it, GAs, Girls in Action, Girls Auxiliary, okay, because there's not an I in it. But, but the Royal Ambassadors, what was their motto? Anybody remember? I know it was like hundreds of years ago, but it, it was, we are ambassadors for Christ. Well, that comes from, from second, I got to get in the right book again. Second Corinthians 5 verse, verse 20 where he says, Therefore we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. It's, it's the substitutionary that, that Christ vicariously lives for us. He, he comes and he's baptized, identifying with the sinners he came to save. But, but not that he needed the righteousness, but that by his death on the cross, we receive Christ's righteousness because we can't earn it. We're, we're, it's, a, it's a job, a task that we cannot achieve. It's, 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 it's impossible. We cannot earn our salvation, but God sends his, his only son to be our substitute. And so, so Jesus comes to John there. John, John recognizes him and says, I don't need, I, I can't baptize you. I need to be baptized by you. But Jesus said, this will fulfill all righteousness. It will show that, that, that I am uh, that I am submitting to the Father's will, that John's message was repent. Jesus came that, that people might repent. And, and so it says there, the end of verse 15, he consented. John consented and said, okay, I will baptize you. And, and so he does. And there, then, then there in verse 16 and 17, we get the results what, what happens immediately? He said, when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water and behold, the heavens opened and he saw the Spirit of, of God descending like a dove and coming and resting on him. Now, now Jesus is, is God. You, you can't separate the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, but it's, but it's like the Spirit then comes and lights on him and, and empowers him to, to, to begin his work and to go on. And then an, an audible voice from heaven, this is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. You know, we don't know if John or anybody else heard the voice. John saw the dove descending that 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 the other John writes about that in, in his gospel, that John the Baptist saw the dove descend on him. It, it doesn't say whether he, he heard the voice, but, but Jesus saw it. And, and, and so, so God then is, 
is identifying him as this is, this is the one that I, I have promised to, to send so that he is our substitute. And, and so it's just a picture of his, his that, that substitution that Jesus, that Jesus makes. And, 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 and we, we, we should take it to the final step, that of the cross, and seeing that you're in my place. Jesus, that's where I belong. But, but because of, of, of his great love, he took our place on the cross and shed his perfect holy blood to, to atone for our sins. Okay. This is my beloved son in whom I am well placed. Because it's God the Father speaking. The red letters are Jesus. It ought to be a, another color. But but that's the the translators when when Matthew or John or whoever wrote the book wrote it, they didn't, I mean, you know this, but yeah, they didn't pick up a red pen and start writing in red or, you know, something important. Is it in bold print? You would have to have it all through the Bible if you're going to, if you're going to highlight where God spoke. You can. God spoke to somebody, then it would be in red. Because all through the Old Testament, God was speaking to people. I suppose you could get a different color highlighter for when God speaks. Some people may do that. And whom I am well pleased. Yeah, he, he did. I know he said that in the, or when they were on the mountain, and then Peter, where's Peter? When uh, Moses and Elijah, Elijah uh-huh. and Peter and John and James were witnesses, and that's when God, he spoke to them, <coughs> said, this, this is my son. Are those the only two places? I, I think so. That was the one I was thinking of. Is there is there a third one? I don't know. Benny's question is, on what occasions did God speak, this is my son in whom I am well pleased, or my beloved son? Oh, well, that, about Jesus. It's, it's, it's here and then on the Mount of Transfiguration. Yeah. Okay, so let's wrap it up. What's, what's the message of, of Matthew chapter 3? What's, what's the, the point? What do we learn about God? And, and, and what do we learn 
you know, from the 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 the, the, the players in the in in the passage, John the Baptist, the multitudes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, Jesus. What was the the John's message was repent. And, it, and it's not a, a, a message that we hear. You know, we've heard it several times recently in, in our church, but in our society, we don't hear the, the concept of, of repenting. You know, I told you last week of that thing on, on Google. It's, it's in grams, just a letter in grams, where you can look up a word, that, and, and, and Google has put has calculated how many times it was used in, in writing, in books and, and whatever. And if you go back and you look at the word repent, even in the 18th century, it was, it was a lot, very often. But, but in 2020, 2022, it is, it's, it's down just minuscule number. That, that repent is not in the, the, our vocabulary anymore as, as a culture and society. I think we've gotten away from it a lot because we think of repent a lot of times as a, as a show of weakness. You know, in our country, we don't ever say the authorities done this or whatever. And, and I, think, I think that since we've gotten farther away from God, And, and if we're, we're much like the time of the judges, remember the, the, the main phrase from the time of the judges, every man did what was right in his own eyes. And, and our culture and society says, well, it, it may be a sin to you, but it's not a sin to me. And so if it's not a sin, then what do I need to repent for? Well, you need to repent because it is a sin in God's eyes. And, and repentance is there's that first time of repentance when come one comes to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and puts their faith in him but as believers we know that it is a daily and you can break it down daily hourly minutely secondly those last two may not have really been words you know every second every minute every hour of the day that that we you know need to be sensitive to the to the moving of the Holy Spirit in our in our lives and saying that was wrong that was a, a, a sin against God or a sin against one of our our, our fellow uh, you know man woman child who whoever you know even when you're driving there's no you know bubble around there may be a bubble of protection around you but there's not a bubble around you that 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 you can do things or say things when you're in your car that you couldn't say when your mother was right next to you. I mean, as much as that would be nice if like, okay, you're on the, the freeway and you get, you have total carte blanche to make any kind of gesture or say anything to any car that's just being really stupid, you know, it's still a sin. Y'all didn't get that at all. Never mind. So the, the main message is that, that, that God sent His Son to be a substitute for us because we can't solve our own problem. 
And, and, and Jesus is obedient to that task and identifying with the sinners he came to save even by going through the waters of baptism, though he was the only person then, now, and forever that didn't need to do that. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it points us to that, that final picture of him on the cross when he is our ultimate sacri- substitute because we should be on that cross because the wages of sin are death. But God sent his son to take our place Verse, chapter 4, verse 1, then Jesus was led by the Spirit. So the Spirit ascended, uh, descended <clears throat> on him like a dove and, 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 and guided him. It's, it's kind of a picture that we might understand, you know, that, that did Jesus is part of the triune God, the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and does, does he literally need the Spirit guiding him, but it, but it shows us that, that he's led by the Spirit. He goes into the wilderness and, it, and is tempted. We'll look at that next week. Any, any other observations? Thank you for the cake and, and, and the cards and, and, the, and the happy birthday wishes. I guess I'll wear this ribbon. Wear it to work Tomorrow. Okay, so you got plenty of time. Vote early and vote often. <laughs> Let's pray and then we'll we'll go. Father, we thank you for sending your son to be our substitute, that he took our place on the, on the cross, that we might receive his righteousness. God, we thank you for adopting us as, as your sons and your daughters. May we live our lives as, as children of the King. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.